Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. It's me, your BFF, Shayla. I'm so happy that you're joining me today, and I'm feeling happy that I'm finally in the mood to record a podcast episode. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. All day today, I was like, I don't feel like recording. And it's not that I didn't want to come on and have a chat with you because I love to do that and I love this podcast, but I just really felt off most of the day and I think that's partly because I'm about to start my cycle, TMI, but you know, I keep it real around here. But um, I just kind of gave myself permission today to not force, but instead flow and decided that I would do it when I felt like doing it. I'm really trying to move away from this energy of I said I was going to do this, so I'm going to do it no matter what. And I think that in some aspects that's really helped me, but I'm just in a season of my life where I really want to show up authentically and show up in an inspired way and speak from the heart. And if I'm just not feeling it, I'm not going to do it. Anyway, with all that being said, I was not in the mood and then I went to a workout and now I'm in a good mood. (laughs) It's amazing what movement can do. I'm telling you, whether that's yoga or workout, it just really does make me feel so much better and moving my body just put me in the right vibe to record this podcast. So here we are, Tuesday evening. So sorry this episode is late. If this is the first episode of mine that you're listening to and you're like, I didn't realize it was late, then just ignore me. Anyway, moving on. I wanted to chat a little bit about healing from a breakup and healing from any challenging situation. And if you're new to me and my story, I was in a toxic and abusive relationship for about four years from 2012 until 2016. And I know that that seems like a really long time ago, but the PTSD is still very much here and something that I'm working through on a daily basis. It's definitely gotten a lot easier, but it's a big part of my story. And it's something that I want to speak on more because I know that I'm not the only one that's experienced domestic violence and abuse and toxicity in relationships. And I think opening up and sharing more about that difficult time of my life would be helpful to other people. And that's the whole point of what I do. That's exactly why I started my virtual community and why I started doing what I'm doing. And I'm getting back to what brought me here. And, you know, it's not that I haven't wanted to talk about it, but like I said, I have PTSD from that time in my life. And it's not always the easiest thing for me to talk about, but I feel like I'm ready to start sharing more. And I feel like a lot of the tools and practices I've integrated into my life and the things that I use to get myself through that time and out of that situation can really be applied to any situation that's challenging or toxic. So yeah, that's what we're going to chat about today. I actually 
have a list of things that I wrote in 2016. And I have a list because a friend of mine had reached out to me and asked me how I got through my breakup because she at the time was going through a breakup. And I actually went back to the text because of course I can remember a lot of the things that I did, but I also am very much removed from that time of my life. But 2016, man. I ended that relationship in May of 2016. So the list that I had sent to my friend at that time was filled with things that were still very fresh in my mind. And so I just kind of wanted to share this list with you today because I do get a lot of questions about how to quote unquote get over a breakup or heal from a breakup. And I get asked a lot about toxic family members or toxic situations or toxic friendships and how to get through it or move past challenging situations. So while this list is a list of things that I did to help me heal myself from the relationship that I was trying to get over or move past, I really feel like all of these can be applied to any situation that you're working through. So the first thing that I did was yoga. And it's so funny because in the text, I wrote it in all caps. <laughs> you know, yoga really is so powerful and moving. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I'm going to just assume that you think that too. And the thing about yoga is once you find your flow, it really is so therapeutic and healing. And it really fosters an environment for you to deeply connect with yourself and cultivate deep gratitude for your body, connect with your breath and really tune out all of the noise. And I have a whole podcast episode on cultivating self-love through yoga. I believe it's one of my earlier podcast episodes. Episode six, yoga and self-love. So definitely go and give that a listen if you haven't already. The next thing that I did to heal myself is I forced myself to get out of my head and into my body at least once every single day by either working out, going to yoga, going on a hike. I joined class pass at the time and I went to different workout classes and working out just made me feel good about myself, right? Like I was putting time and effort into my physical body and my energetic body. I also was benefiting from the release of endorphins that you get when you move your body and it was just a great distraction, right? Like my phone couldn't be on my phone, couldn't be on Instagram, couldn't be on Facebook or whatever it was at the time, stalking or looking for things that were just going to hurt me. And I was able to be really present because I needed to be present in order to like not fall off the treadmill and stay focused on what I was doing. So movement every day is a major one. The next thing I did was I changed my surroundings and I did that in a few different ways. I moved. I literally put all my stuff in storage and I moved because space holds energy. And I also this is like kind of deep, but I didn't feel safe where I lived. That's a story for another day, but I moved. I also got rid of things that held sad or negative energy. I also changed my routine. I got a new job at the time. I was working days at Aloe Yoga as a retail associate, and I also was working evenings at a nightclub. And while that was one of the hardest times of my life, I think staying busy was really good for me because I didn't have time to get into trouble or backtrack. I had a lot of responsibility. I was making new friends, working with new coworkers, learning new things at new jobs and juggling a lot. I will say though, like part of me now looks back and realize that I was kind of running from my issues, but that is what I needed to do. Present day Shayla's like, I'm not sure if that was totally healthy, but it did work. I also wrote out a list of everything that I was interested in or excited me and I got involved in any and all of it, regardless of whether it was productive or associated with making money or work or whatever. I just gave myself permission to find joy. And this is something that I stress heavily in my 12-week program, The Yoga Inspired Life, and that 
is allowing yourself to indulge in joy just for the joy of it. It's super important to allow yourself to cultivate joy. Joy is a high vibrational feeling. And when you engage in activities that you enjoy, you raise your vibration. I also pep talked myself a lot, like a lot. I wrote out positive affirmations. I proclaimed out loud the feelings I wanted to be feeling. Like I am happy. I am grateful. I am loved. I am lighthearted. I would use the voice notes app on my phone and record positive affirmations and listen to them. And I really made it my job to start to shift my thoughts and the words that I was speaking. That's not to say that I didn't allow myself to feel sad or feel hurt or feel bad, but I think the key here is to not dwell in those feelings. I also listened to healing affirmations every single night as I was falling asleep. I listened to Deepak Chopra's soul of healing affirmations literally every single night as I would fall asleep and I would fall asleep to it. I just felt like my subconscious mind was absorbing all of the positive energy and high vibes from those healing affirmations and I really think that it worked. <laughs> the other thing I did was I cut out alcohol completely and here's the thing. I am not sober. I do enjoy a glass of wine. I do enjoy a cocktail it's a rare occurrence these days because I literally cannot stand the slightest bit of being hungover the next day. <laughs> and I love waking up early and feeling clear-minded and energetic and ready to go. But what I can say is this, is that alcohol is a depressant. Alcohol for me, when I was going through hard times or even when I am going through hard times now, it makes everything worse. And particularly back when I was trying to move through this relationship and heal myself, anytime I drink alcohol, it made everything worse and it set me back every single time. Even one drink. It is a depressant. It will bring you down if you're already feeling down. And if you really want to kick the sadness, you will take a break from drinking. Doesn't have to be forever, but it's like, it's, I feel like when you're going through a breakup or you're, you're trying to move through a challenging time, your mind is already feeling chaotic as it is, right? Like you're fighting with your ego. You're trying to move forward. You're trying to get out of all of these different habits that you've created with this partnership or friendship or relationship. The last thing you need is to cloud your judgment and to kind of depress your energy. I also listened to the Secular Buddhism podcast, which I've actually had Noah Rochetta on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode already, definitely go and give that a listen. That was episode 31. Again, that's with Noah Rochetta of Secular Buddhism. Side note, that's so cool that I had him on my podcast <laughs> because his podcast really got me through a hard time. So I highly recommend the Secular Buddhism podcast. It's awesome. The other thing I did was I made a point to take care of myself. I spent and still do spend a lot of time alone. And yes, it was very uncomfortable at first, especially when I felt like my mind was out of control and I couldn't control my emotions. But taking time to be alone and cultivate a relationship with yourself is so fucking powerful. Sorry for the F-bomb, but it had to be dropped because I'm serious. Cultivating a relationship with yourself is the most important thing that you can do for yourself. Doing things that make you feel good and cared for and that are soul nourishing. This is the time to fill up your own cup and reacquaint yourself with you and your needs. What makes you feel good? And learn how to be your own best friend. Learn how to support yourself really important that we start to understand that everything we need is within us. I spent a lot of time looking for validation, wholeness, love, and self-worth in other people. I had a terrible relationship with myself. I wasn't kind to myself. I didn't love myself. And I was chronically obsessed with trying to fill the void with something I thought I was going to get from someone else. 
but I have news for you. You have to find happiness and wholeness within yourself first. If you depend on someone outside of yourself for your joy and happiness and self-worth and love and wholeness, you will be disappointed and you will be let down. I'm not trying to be negative, but I'm being realistic. Yes, it's wonderful to get love and validation from other people. It's wonderful to be in relationship with people. I'm not (laughs) anti-relationship. But you have to find wholeness, love, and joy within yourself first. And then whatever goodness you get from other people is just extra and it's amazing and it's lovely. But you have to find that equanimity and contentment and peace within yourself, with yourself, for yourself, by yourself first. I also really made it a point to be an observer of the sadness when it would come up. It's really hard to not let it consume you. Trust me, I know. I would feel literally like my head was spinning. I'm like, "Ah!" just observe. And this is why meditation is really powerful because you learn in meditation how to observe your thoughts rather than allow yourself to become consumed by them. This is something, you know, I'm actively still working on, but having a daily meditation and yoga practice has definitely helped me become an observer rather than controlled by my thoughts. Another thing that I feel like some people are going to disagree with, but whatever, this is my podcast, so I'm going to say what I want, (laughs) is act as if. Now, I'm not saying to like bypass your feelings. I'm not saying to not feel your feelings, but something that my mom would always say to me, especially when I wasn't feeling confident or I wasn't feeling good about myself or if I was feeling like I didn't love myself, she would always be like, Shay, you got to fake it till you make it. You got to act confident till you start to feel confident. And that's sort of what I did. You know, I changed the things that I could. I tried to accept the things that I couldn't. And I really tried to be patient until the sadness subsided. I would definitely allow myself to feel sad. And again, I would observe the sadness when it would come up. But then I would make a conscious choice to make a new choice. And in those moments, coming back to gratitude is really powerful. Okay, I'm really sad about this guy, or I'm sad about the time wasted, or I'm feeling this pain from XYZ situation. Okay, but right now, am I safe? Yes. Name five things that I'm grateful for, you know? And I would go through a list of things that I'm grateful for, and I would instantly feel better right? I wouldn't feel great. But the idea is to kind of reach for the next best feeling. And Gabrielle Bernstein talks about this in her book, Super Attractor. And I love this. And the idea behind the theory of reaching for the next best feeling is if you're feeling absolutely terrible, it's unrealistic to expect yourself to feel absolutely blissful in the blink of an eye, right? But what would be just a little bit better than absolutely terrible. Maybe that's what you work towards, just feeling okay. So the idea of faking it till you make it is just kind of like reaching for that next best feeling. And yes, giving yourself permission to feel how you feel, but understanding and knowing that you have a choice in how you feel. Surrounding yourself with happy, positive people is also extremely helpful. Or if I was home alone and I was feeling sad, I would put on a funny, lighthearted movie or music that made me feel really good or pumped up. And like, there's so many different ways that you can raise your vibration. And I talk about some different things too in episode 28, High Five Habits, but make a list of things that make you feel good and have it on hand. I have a feel good list. There's all sorts of things on it. And anytime that I'm feeling bad or especially like when I was going through that breakup and trying to heal myself and move through it, I would go to my feel-good list and be like, okay, what can I do? Okay, I can watch a funny movie. I can go on a walk. 
I can listen to my affirmations, I can go to a workout, etc, etc, you know. So have a little list of things that you can refer to when you're feeling down. The last thing that I'm going to share with you today is something that was incredibly powerful for me and that was to really commit myself to being of service to others. For me that looked like starting my blog, Namaste, that was a way for me to be of service to others and share yoga. I also stepped into being of service to others by beginning to teach yoga. I would also make a point to reach out to friends or loved ones and see how they were doing. And shifting the focus off of you and onto other people is a really great way to not only distract the ego, but also to bring joy to somebody else. And then when you see the other person feeling joyful, joy is contagious you know, and it can start to kind of rub off on you. I think I'm going to leave it at that. And I also just want to say that I think overall, no matter what you're going through, giving yourself permission to just be okay with however you're feeling and to do so with the intention of feeling better is where it's at. Make it your mission to raise your vibration and also know that everything is impermanent. I know when you're going through a really difficult situation, it can feel like that's your forever, right? It's just like, it's hard to see past the next 24 hours and you just feel like you're being completely consumed but time heals choosing to feel good each day regardless of the things that are happening around you is a practice so that's it for today i hope that this helps you and if you're going through something right now just know that i i see you i feel you you know and i'm really sending you all of my love and just know that everything is happening for you. I know it might not seem like that. It might not feel like that, but this is happening for a reason. You might not know or understand the reason now, but I can promise you and confidently say now that I'm four and a half years out from the worst time of my life that everything's happening for you to make you more resilient, to sharpen you in ways that perfect smooth sailing days never would. You know, to deepen your capacity to love, to to deepen your capacity to be compassionate towards others. It's all in the way that you choose to look at the situation and how you choose to move forward. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.